0: About hey everybody, welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. On this episode, going to be talking about moving on after a breakup or let's face a divorce. Okay. It's probably the most gut-wrenching thing that a lot of people will go through or are scared of. Let's be honest, okay. A lot of people (coughs) that I work with um after a breakup, after a divorce, you know, the grief, the healing that sets in. Greg, I'll never get married again. I'll never get in a relationship again. And it's very, very difficult because your heart gets ripped out most of the time. Sometimes if you are the other aspect of it, the contra, uh, I would say the contradiction to that, my apologies, are you're looking at those situations where, man, I can't wait to get back out there again. I can't wait to be, you know, in a relationship or married again or whatever, but most people are heartbroken. They, you know, they have a bad taste in their mouth, if you will, that, you know, resolves from a past relationship from the breakup or the divorce, right? And for a lot of people out there, there's a lot of other professionals out there that will say, oh, you need to not date, not get in a relationship for a year or whatever after a breakup or divorce. I'm going to tell you, I disagree with that. It depends, like a lot of things, okay? It's very subjective. And to be able to look at when you come from a divorce or breakup, people are at different places emotionally, right? And we also have to take into consideration our children involved, that type of situation, okay? Now, a lot of people might have been emotionally divorced or mostly broken up for a while. They might have been emotionally broken up or emotionally divorced for, you know, a year, two years, maybe longer, Every situation is different or breakup. You know, it took them, I'm done, but it took me six months or whatever to be done with this relationship, okay, and out of guilt, out of shame or whatever the reason was for the breakup or the divorce, and you want to get back out there again. The key element, of course, right, everybody's heard this, is to be able to make sure you are not carrying the proverbial baggage from that divorce or from that breakup to the other relationship. And I mentioned this on other show episodes before about you do not want to treat that new person like they're the ones that caused the hurt in your prior relationship, right? It's like, you know what, I'm going to hold that new person hostage for what my ex did or what that relationship did to me in the past. That's not fair to them, and you don't want that to be done to you. Everybody talks about, you know, hang-ups. Everybody talks about that baggage aspect. You want to be taken for who you are now and not for somebody else that maybe hurt or, you know, bent or damaged you or damaged that other person before, okay? Now, remember, join in the chat. I'd love to hear your comments. I'd love to hear your uh, take on this. And real quick, I'm Greg Dzinski, fully licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist, have been for, boy, 21 years now, I think, maybe a little longer, somewhere in there. (laughs) And I specialize with couples, marriage and intimacy counseling um, here in Metro Detroit. And I do virtual and stuff like that. But, you know, in my special area is, of course, couples and a lot of them, you know, With uh, affairs, cheating, that's a whole nother episode. But we're going to be talking about, you know, moving on after a divorce, after a breakup. A lot of people might want to, but let's face it, you're scared to death, right? I'm a realist. You're scared. You don't want to go through a heartbreak. Uh, You don't want your soul to be ripped out again. Some people don't want to get in that situation. I had a new couple yesterday that, um, in a new relationship, that, you know, he doesn't want to be, you know, cheated on again. He doesn't want to be taken for monetarily, you know, basically everything he had. And a lot of people are in that situation and you know, the monetarily aspect, right? The dating, you don't really have to worry about it too much. But if you do decide to marry again, there's also, you know, prenups that will protect you from doing that. So we can take that, you know, sort of off the table. And a lot of people have, you know, maybe concerns or There's different uh, biases or judgments either way about prenups, okay? So I get that. And the emotional, you know, you don't want to be cheated again. You don't want to get in a situation where you're arguing and fighting all the time. I get that. That's maybe why you are broken up. Maybe that's why you are divorced because you want to get out of a toxic situation. And a lot of people, you know, moving on, they're, let's face it, they're paranoid. And I get it. Okay. It's natural to be paranoid that you don't want to be in that situation again. I don't want. So we have our, you know, we start microscoping everything, I call it. You know, we start being, you know, very, very maybe too sensitive to other people's situations that, oh, I'm done. I'm not without giving people a chance, an opportunity to win your heart again. Because we start looking at some people ignore red flags. Okay. Other people will magnify red flags, which might not be really a big issue, if you will. They can be worked on, you know, whatever, no big deal. But a lot of people will magnify magnify those red flags or maybe little white flags or pale pink flags, and they'll magnify them to make them a deep, deep red in their trifolds. So you could... Run away from or get away from maybe a better, happier, healthy relationship. That's what you want, right? From the past. And we start protecting ourselves. So we start not giving other people a chance because we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to put up with the BS, right? As a lot of people talk about, how do you give healthy distance when she prefers it? You know what? This is a great question. I, I hear this all the time, right? And this is uh, very subjective, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, when everybody, when she or he wants space, I, I tell people, what does it look like? Okay, now I usually tell people again, it depends on a uh, if you're married, if you're living together, if you're dating, that type of situation. Depending how new the relationship is, so we have to look at when it comes to space in a relationship. We have to look at, ask them, what does that mean to you? And some people might. Take it like I need space. I'm going to reach back to you when I've had enough space. Okay. And a lot of people will panic. Okay. And this is not a man thing, a woman thing. It's an individual issue where they will, you know, they might panic. I haven't heard from them in eight hours, six hours. I told you I want space or some people want space and it's a week. It's a few days. I think it's very respectful to let somebody in if you want space or if you're the one that is the receiving end that your person wants space to ask, you know, what does that look like? You know, can you give me a heads up? And I'm not trying to pressure whatever. I don't know. I just need space. Okay. Then, okay. I'm going to give you space, but I want you to reach back to me when you've had enough space. Now, if that space goes on, you know, for a week, two weeks, whatever, and you have not heard from that person, I'm all about self-love and self-respect to look at, you know what, this really is not working for me. So I want people to have that self-love and self-respect. I don't want people to beg or plead. That's where I come in with that respect factor. What does that space look like? And the more, and I know some people will ask, hey, you know what, what does that space look like? Can you give me a heads up, whatever? I'll call you or text you or you know, come and talk to you after I've had enough space. And some spaces a half an hour, or an hour, and some might be a couple of days. It's trying to be on, you know, proactive and hit on the expectations. I tell people what certain things look like. Hey, if you need space, tell me, what does that look like for you? Um, I deal with couples all the time that, you know, are not living together that you know they get in an argument and one of them wants space and one is thinking it's going to be an hour, a couple hours. And the other one, you know, is thinking, Oh, it's going to be a couple of days. It's very subjective. That's where I want people to have expectations and to be able to look at what does that space look like without pushing and trying to pull for that information. Like I said, if it goes on too long, you have to look at, does this really work for me? Or does this, you know what? I want someone that, you know, has a little space. We all need it, absolutely. But then there's a difference between maybe a couple hours, six hours, eight hours, a day of space, you know, if you're dating versus, you know, a week, two weeks. I I think that's disrespectful, if you will. I'm all about being respectful and look at how we impact that other person. So we can ask, talk about it, but don't push, don't bash because it's going to make that other person feel disrespected. You're not allowing that space, but I want you to be on the same pay. Okay. Um, So that's where I look at where that's going at. It's just, you know, makes me a little, uh, you know, temporarily insane. I I get you. I I understand that. Okay. And that's where I want those expectations, what it looks like. Cause some people, I want to talk to you now. I want to talk to you now. And the other person wants space and wants to back away from it. Okay. And these are things that you know, talking about moving on after a breakup or a divorce, getting back on topic is, you know, looking at that and, hey, I'm the type of person that, you know, if we have a disagreement I or if I'm stressed, I had a bad day at work or whatever in life, I'm one that needs space where the other person is, wants affection, wants comfort. And you might be two different, um, two different people at what you need what space looks like. So going into a new relationship, I want you to be able to look at what didn't work before, what you really wanted, you know, and are you able to express those before? Because a lot of people might not even have a clue about what is going on in a relationship, right? And the people, oh, that's crazy, that's stupid, whatever it is, you know, no bash and criticize. I can't believe you didn't know what was going on. Well, there's people that don't know for 20, they think everything's fine, right? Men, women, they think the relationship or marriage is fine. And then one day they get divorce papers or another day they get uh, papers about, you know, or not papers, but about breaking up. Okay. So those are the things I want you to be able to look at and, you know, and they're like, what's going on? Because the other person never expressed it. Okay. So I want you to be able to learn from a divorce or a breakup, you know, after you heal. And again, it's subjective, okay? Um, people might be ready to go move on after a divorce, and there's a lot of debate out there. And I tell people, you want to get rid of, you don't want to feel guilty. A lot of people, when you start dating, it's normal and natural. And I did a short video on this about looking at, you know, do you feel guilty that you're out on a date because you feel like you're betraying your ex when the relationship is done and over? that tells me you might not be ready to date or whatever. If there's a little guilt, that's normal. And I talked about that, you know, or being intimate with someone and you feel guilty after, that's very normal, but that will dissipate and go away, hopefully, unless you need some help with, you know, from a professional counselor or whatever, like myself, to be able to heal that and give you permission to move on and what tools, what strategies are needed to build from that, okay? So, you want to look at, you know what, am I going to hold other people accountable hostage for my past that had nothing to do with my past? That tells me that you're probably not ready. Okay. And one way, a lot of people think they're okay and they're not going to do that. And then they're in it and then it starts happening. So a lot of people might feel that they're ready to move on and date and then they're in it and their heart maybe is in it a little bit. Their heart and soul are in it a little bit. And then the insecurities start happening, right? Oh, are you going to cheat on me? You're doing this. My ex did this. So that means you're cheating on me. And it might not be at all. So that's where I'm looking at, are you ready to move on and heal and not carry those demons with you and the hurt and the pain from that to be able to move on? A lot of people also, you know, maybe they got burnt in a relationship before and they All men are jerks. All women are jerks. You get me? And I'm sure you've had friends. Maybe you're in that situation to be able to go after it. And, you know, and I'm like, well, if you think all men are jerks or all women are jerks, why are you dating? (laughs) That tells me you're not in maybe in the mood or in the mindset in a good place to start dating again. So you need to be able to look at, you know, am I basically, you know, healed? And that that's subjective too. That doesn't mean you have to be 100% healed, not at all, okay? So you also have to look at, you know, are you dating because of desperation? Are you dating because you're really lonely? And when we're in desperation or super lonely, we start making bad choices for us. Maybe we're in a situation that we maybe are going to be in again that's toxic, that's not healthy for us. So because of that desperation, because we're so lonely or so many people, I need somebody to help pay the bills. And you really don't love that person. That's not fair to that person. And it's disrespectful. Okay, and you're or that other person might be like, oh, I want to take care of somebody and they'll eventually love me down the road. Please don't get in the potential. So you need to look at, again, you know, what was your role? What caused a breakup and divorce? What went wrong? What could you do better? So, and then learn from that, okay? What are you going to do differently in a new relationship or a new dating experience, okay? Now, and you don't want to hold somebody hostage for your past that had nothing to do with your past, okay? And do you have, you know, a hatred or, uh, you know, despise the gender that you're into, okay? So, that is huge, then you have to look at, you know, you again, this, you attribute the past to your future. No, to be able to heal from it and look on that. Okay. Remember, guilt is, I think, normal. Okay. But the levels of guilt are very difficult to go through. If you're feeling a lot of guilt, then maybe you need to talk to a professional to be able to heal that. And I, I, I work with a lot of it that they already they've been through a breakup or a divorce and they're ready. They want to get back in the dating realm and they don't want, um, you know, red flags they ignored before or they don't want to cause the past to equal their future. They want to make sure they're healed enough where they're able to be a healthy and a happy, happier, more healthy relationship than their past was to help them get through that and heal from the past. So you want to look at that and these tips, and hopefully they will help you and give you some ideas when you're ready to move on, okay? A lot of people say they're ready to move on. They might not be, and it's hard to do, especially in that moment, okay? I'm going to go back to a question. In the beginning, I got everything I wanted, and now things have changed a bit. But she still shows love languages when we're together, but we are a different race. Oh, I'm on. I, I work with, a lot of people might not know this. Uh, I try to broadcast it a lot because I'm very flattered, very respectful. Most of my peeps, I call my clients, my peeps um, are people of color. 80, probably 85% of my peeps, my clients are people of color. And I work with, uh, you know, multi-race. I work with same sex couples, you know, a bunch of uh, different. But so I look at that and we look at you know, the love languages and the differences between them. I look at that. Is that a race thing or a culture thing? It could be, you know, a race or, you know, culture, maybe different religious views. I have people that are maybe diehard Christians and the other one's agnostic and atheist. And religion is not a issue. They respect each other's differences and they don't try to push and pull each other. <clears throat> Where another couple, it will destroy them. Okay. It's a deal breaker. Again, I don't make the rules, you make the rules for you, but I help you get there and attribute how you want to live your, you know, how you want to live your life in a happy, healthy relationship and what that means for you. And to give you different perspectives and strategies to listen more, to understand each other better, to try to go after what each other feels and thinks, to put yourself in each other's shoes. And maybe that wasn't. Maybe a great talent of yours from a past relationship or marriage. And now that's something you want to work on to be a better listener, to understand, to be able to put yourself in the other person's shoes better than what you did in a prior relationship or divorce. Okay. A lot of people will maybe move on to a relationship or, you know, a new relationship or dating and they blame their. Prior partner. How many people have been subjective to that, right? My partner was this, that, and that. They did everything wrong, da 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 da, da. And I'll ask, hey, what did you do to cause problems in the relationship? And they'll say, oh, nothing. I didn't do anything wrong. And that tells me right there, that's a red flag for me because that tells me that person has a hard time and I could be wrong, okay? I'm human too. That tells me in my personal life maybe that that person... um maybe he has a hard time taking accountability. Okay. So that could be a red flag for me as well. So when you're looking at the different, you know, races, you know, in dating realm, and I'm love is love, you know, I I don't, to me, I promote love is love. I I don't, you know, if there's, you know, a person that is African-American, black, person of color with a white person. I I don't care. So i say you love each other. Great, terrific, and are happy and healthy, right? I promote love. So I look at, do you learn from one another or do you assume? And this goes, you could have same, you know, maybe looking for a new relationship after, you know, like I said, divorce or a breakup. Maybe you are more open to experiences of people of different races or cultures, not a bad thing, but a lot of people assume that everybody is the same of one word. All, all white people are the same. All black people are the same. All Indians, all Asian, um, Hispanic, Lat- Latinos, you know, um, that they're all the same because everybody in that culture is the same. No, they're not. Actually, there's a lot of similarities between all races all cultures there's a lot of similarities and there's you know some differences but this is where you're looking at you know again expectations what do you want how do you want to be treated differently now than you were in a prior relationship or a prior marriage okay these are things you want to look after and you know what grabs your interest more what are you looking for more um what specifically, how do you want to be treated, you know, like you're loved, respected, desired, if that's important to you, and what does being appreciated look like And feeling a priority, feeling important? It's different for everybody. So when, you know, on Instagram mentioned about the, you know, love languages, these are, the foundations are good, but you, when real life hits and, you know, problems Five love languages are very difficult. They don't heal anything. Okay. Um, You can look at the foundations, what you need. They're a great foundation to build on, but they don't really help you heal the hurt, the pain, that type of aspect, or the perceptions, right? I love you this way. Well, it might not work for the other one. So you need to know, regardless of race, creed, religion, whatever, going into another relationship, maybe you're assuming and trying to fit somebody to meet your needs and maybe they're doing the same and that's going to be disastrous. So I want you to do a better job and a better understanding and learning about yourself and learning how you want to be loved and what that looks like. And also, do you do a better job at taking accountability that you cause problems in the relationship as well? A lot of people have a hard time being accountable. Okay. So um, check me out. My website, I should say, I'm right here. So (laughs) theartofrelationships.org. I appreciate everybody tuning in, listening. Um, Catch the show live every Wednesday, uh, 12 noon Eastern time. And follow me all over the place. uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all over under uh, Love Guru Gregor. On Facebook, most people find me at Greg Dazinski. You can find my information down below in the bio, Okay. Much love to everybody out there. Peace and love. Everybody, I hope your Wednesday is.